are listening to the Grow Together podcast, the official podcast of the Grow Together community, a place where no one gets left behind on their self-discovery and personal growth journey. And now, here's your host, Luke Burrows. Guys, that was an awesome conversation. Next up, we have Martin Seville. I see him in the waiting room. He's like dancing around, moving around. <laughs> Martin is... so. Let's let me introduce Martin first. So Martin is the founder of Extraordinary Life, um, coach, speaker, and a good friend of mine. So I'm just going to bring him on because he's just he's just dancing, moving around in in, in the waiting room. Um, so let's just bring him on, guys. Martin, here you are, man. How are we doing? How are things? I'm good. How are you? I am great, mate. I am great. It's great to be here. What a day you're having. I know it's good. That's good, man. So thank, yeah, for, for, thank you so much for um, yeah, for for watching this morning with Arsenio and just then with James. Like, yeah. yes, this has been an epic day. Yeah, absolutely. So many great messages, right, about life and perspective, and so many personal stories. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how we learn, right? We we learn through stories. I think we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about that, but yeah. You know, it's great. Thanks for having me. And like I say, I'm all, I've always got that energy. I want to bring the energy, lift the mood. And uh, so you've got me. Let's talk. Let's talk heroes, stories, the extraordinary. You name yes. it. Yes. Let's do this. Before, because um, I, I was getting a bit distracted by by your by moving around. So, <laughs> who is Martin? Like, who is Martin? Um, introduce yourself. Like, who you are? What you do? How you help people? Um, and yeah, and you know, a couple of minutes on on the backstory behind that. Um, yeah, yours. I appreciate we haven't got three hours for me to do my usual stuff, so <laughs> um, tend to over deliver in that area. Right, let's keep it short. Look, um, yeah, I'm Martin Seville. I'm a down to earth family man in Gloucester. You know, let's start there, shall we? Uh, family is really important to me. On top of that, I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, and I'm an author. Um, but it wasn't always that way. So backstory is 20 years in the financial services industry, investments, pensions, um, managing millions of people's billions worth of investments and pensions um, and billions of pounds worth of profits. Just kind of the figures that you just can't even get your head around. Um, and we did a lot of good during those years. And there was a lot of good times and a lot of impact for clients, a lot of impact for colleagues. But um, there had been a voice driving my work in the financial services industry because it was an industry I kind of drifted into. And that was be credible, be successful, be professional, whatever the heck that meant. Um, And that meant that I just kept going and going and going. And ultimately, it led to the last 10 years of that tenure in in the industry, full of high stress, fear, severe depression, developed something called generalized anxiety disorder, got insomnia, liver disease, two burnouts, and then ultimately not able to work at all, and then losing all hope in life itself. So there's there's a nutshell of a backstory. But I am still here because one conversation, just one conversation, not only changed my life, but it saved my life. And if there is ever an example of the power of having one conversation with somebody and how it can change your direction, 
that's it, right there. And ever since that moment, I have been extracting all of the life lessons from my experience in the corporate world, in, in, in family life, in trying to manage life, and all the life lessons through my recovery. And also, I've got a passion for the life lessons from the very best in the world. Some of them have been mentioned today, mate. So, to Brendan Burchard, you know, the, the number one high performance coach in the world. You can learn from him. I've learned from him. And Tom Bilyeu and Lewis Howes and, you know, Mel Robbins and, you know, my absolute two favorites. Sorry, Brendan, you're, you're there. Um, but Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, who, who I now have, not only have I learned from their stories and, and their teachings and their trainings and their events, but I'm a strategic partner with them. And so, I then use all of these life lessons that I've learned from myself, from true experience and everybody else. Then I help. I help people across the world. Um, amazing, in, in one-to-ones and coaching, you know, we, we, we figure out what it is you want to improve on life. We set the plan. We get clear. We get honest. Set the plan. We go, we go after it. We take the massive action and get the results. Well, then, like you also mentioned, there's extraordinary times, which is then kind of my latest brand through COVID, actually. Mm. Like some other, other guests, right? Things have happened during COVID. And that's where my events are now. And that's where my community, my Extraordinary Life community is. And that's where we can share, you know, not just my stories, but stories of my inner circle, my coaches, my business coach, my money coach, my well-being coach, my fitness coach. And we all come together and add massive value across the world. So that's kind of, that's, and that's where I am now. But it's been a hell of a journey. So there you go. Hope that's given a flavor of kind of what yeah. I'm all about. Absolutely, man. Um, and so what does it mean to be the hero of one's own story? Nice. That's a great place to start. <laughs> it's a great place to start. And it's where my, my company is Empathy Coaching. So I've got extraordinary time with extraordinary life. My company is Empathy Coaching. It's where it started because I knew I, I wanted to help people. I knew that look, I didn't want people to go down the route that I had been there. I wanted people to, to enjoy their life, you know, to make the most of their life, make mistakes in other areas of life, but not sacrifice their health and their well-being. I kind of knew what, but I didn't know how. And then I was introduced to, a, to an amazing guy, Ted McGrath. And he showed me the how, and it was all about story. And I started getting a, slightly obsessed with like the hero's journey and what it meant to be the hero of your story. And the hero's journey, right, is it's just a framework for storytelling since the age of stories were, were begun. Since like cavemen were around the fire swapping stories because that's how they communicated, right? Um, it's a framework. And I use it to give people a bit of perspective on their own lives. Because we get immersed in stories. It's used in books. It's used in TV. It's used in the movies. It's a case of you've got, you know, our unlikely hero, they're a little bit lost or it's just, there's a little bit of joy lacking in their life or they're struggling or they've got big dreams and it's just not happening. And it gets to a point where it goes beyond that and it's like, I've got to make this happen. And, and somebody enters their life, right? Somebody enters their life. It's, a, it's an Obi-Wan or a Gandalf or a Tony Stark enters their life or you proactively seek that person that can help you and guide you on your journey and get clear on what it is that you want and then help you with the skills, the knowledge, 
be there with you, be a mentor, be a guide, be a coach with you um, and help you. Because, you know, you don't just rock up and then it's all it's all cool and everything's great. They help you through the, you know, life happens. Right? How do we deal with it? How can we deal with it? You're better. And we kind of go through this journey with our coach, our guide, our mentor, our, our Obi-Wan. And ultimately, you stand as the hero of the journey. You've learned so much. You're a, you're a more confident person. You, you know what you stand for. You know what, you're, you know what you stand for, what you don't stand for. You know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. You know what you're going to fight for and what you're not going to fight for. That's the framework of, of the hero's journey. And so to be the hero of your story really is figuring out who you are. What do you want? Finding that person or that person coming into your life and helping you, guiding you, maybe even helping you with those questions. And then you being the best you can be. I remember in the corporate world, I felt far from the hero of my story. And many people do across the world. Why was that? Feeds me. Because you feel like a cameo, you feel like a puppet in your own story. You know, look at your, what I love about the, the hero's journey, what it means to be a hero is look at your life as a book. You know, you were born and you're going to die. The stuff in between, that's the pages of your life story. What story are you telling? When you can, when you step back from all the kind of craziness of your life, you step back and go, right, okay, actually, yeah, my life is a book. What chapter am I on? Who are the key characters in my book, in my chapter? And for me in the corporate world, it just felt like I wasn't even, I wasn't the hero. I wasn't even the central character in my own story because I was, I was doing what everybody else expected of me or wanted of me. I was jumping through every hoop there was. And, and often that is because you don't feel, you know, there's fear there and you feel like you're not good enough or you feel like you're not going to be accepted or you feel like you're not going to be loved. And it leads us then to this path. Yoda was very right, okay? Fear leads to the dark side, okay? So you can get to a point in life where you just, you're just going through life, you're on autopilot, but you're being played by so many other people. The last thing you feel like is that you're in control, that you're, you're living your purpose. And we just talked about a bit of purpose. Talked about, about your life. And that's kind of where, that's where the, kind of the next part, which is like the extraordinary life kind of thing. If you, if you can kind of find yourself, if you can go on this journey, surround yourself with the right people that's going to lift you up, inspire you, push you, challenge you, but support you. If you can, if you can build that, surround, that network around you, you will be the hero of your story. But you also then open up this this whole prospect of having an what I call an extraordinary life and and some people misconstrue that they just think oh that's a bit of a big word and it means being a billionaire it means being an mm. Elon no, no 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 the hero of being the hero of your story is making sure you're doing things on your terms living an extraordinary life is life on your terms and not less in the outside world and everything else that's going on and everybody else around you dictating your happiness and your quality of life. Martin, so, so, sorry for interrupting. So how do we do, so I'm kind of, I, I completely agree. I'm kind of interested. 
how okay how 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 we do this do um that? create create this life yeah. in our relationships you know because a lot of people i don't yeah do you, do you see where i'm going with this like on yeah. our terms but then obviously we have relationships with others like often you know we feel like you know we especially for maybe younger people like gotta go to university because my parents like you know have, have to go to here because society says so or just like more societal things in general like have to work a, corp a corporate job because of society you know because that's how my family sees i'm successful you know what i'm saying so like how do we then and, and i think with friends and family then having those conversations with them is one of the most challenging things oh with without a doubt yeah absolutely mate absolutely it's the people around us have so much if we if we allow them to they have so much power and influence over us they can keep us playing small they can keep us from our true selves but they can raise us up as well and the and generally speaking i mean there are some i mentioned a few <laughs> i think today but there are some people that you know really they hey because their their means their ways their behaviors are not are inappropriate but a great many people, they do kind of care. You know, if they're family, they care. They want to keep you safe. They, they, they want you to be happy. They want you to have a joyful life. They want you to have a successful life, whatever that means. And all of that comes from their own perception of the world, their own lens. And yeah, then we talked about this again through the day. It's, Everybody, through their own experiences, through their own values and their beliefs, um, form a, a view of the world. And if you are doing something, thinking something, acting in a way that jars against that view of their world, for them, it's going to be risky. It's going to be, oh, I'm not sure that's, that's a good idea. Because basically, it's not what they do. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. That doesn't mean that it's not right for you. And I love helping people. I've helped so many people where all the naysayers, and, and some of them are just, you know, just naysayers for the sake of being naysayers. And some people, it's just because they care so much about you. But you know what? You've got to stay your course. You know, and we'll come on to things like university. But if you truly value yourself, if you can really figure out who you are, what you stand for, and what you don't stand for, what you're going to fight for, what you're not going to fight for, what you're going to accept, what you're not going to accept. If you can even, you know, you don't have to do it to the nth degree, but if you've got a flavor of who you are and what you want to try in life, my view is get out there and do it. Now, it's difficult when it's parents. They're, paying the, they're probably paying your bills, right? You're under their house and all that kind of stuff um, in some cases. It is about uh, so many people do it because other people say to do it. And, you know, the whole we go to school, we go the best route is we go to school, we go to university, we get a corporate job and then we retire. And again, we were talking about this earlier. And yes, that was the view of the world for decades. In fact, for the last hundred years, that's basically been what's been you know, the culture and society that we've created. But we live in the 21st century. 
We live in a world where the communications, the, the ability to communicate with anybody on the planet, to, like I say, with those, the, the big names, to, to go and go to their live events, free events, paid events, training, mentoring. You can learn from the very best in the world. You can be whatever you want. There's, there's a billion and one different businesses out there, all with a, a lovely little niche where there's people that love them and, and, and support that business. There's so many things. And for people in school right now, most of the jobs that they, they might get in the future haven't even been invented yet. So we're living in a very different world. And I just can't, I'm just can't be more passionate about the earlier you f figure out who you are at least and what you're willing to, to kind of get out there and do and try, the better. Because like me, I followed the path. And it took me 20 years and it cost me my health and nearly cost me my family, cost me my life, nearly cost me everything before I realized just how amazing and big the world was and actually what my values and my, my core beliefs were and what my purpose in life was. And you don't need to have all this stuff locked down, but give it some thought and embrace what's out there. Um, but it's a tough one. It is, it's, it's tough, but you've... Uh, as you know, was, was saying earlier, you sometimes you've you've got to <laughs> sometimes it's slowly, slowly. But sometimes you've got to go. You know what? I know what I'm doing, and I've got good people around me that can help me make this happen. And you know what? The most important thing is if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. I'm going to regret it if I don't give this a go. Now. I'm not saying don't go to university and all that kind of stuff. If, if that's your bag, do it. Go for it. But ultimately, find something you want to give a go and give it your 100%. Because the, the thing about this life, you know, I'm, I'm talking from a viewpoint, okay? I'm talking of a viewpoint from somebody who's on their fifth chance of life. I've died once. I've nearly died twice. And I, I decided to take my life. I'm on my fifth chance of life. The universe had to work very hard with me to drum in the lesson that it wanted me to learn. You don't want regrets. I see all, I see all the studies and the research with, with, with care homes. I tell you what, the people on their deathbed... Don't they, get me started. They do not regret the stuff they did. They regret the stuff they didn't do. Every single time. And my view on, on life is that the billions of things or the, the trillions of things that had to align over billions of years for us to be here right now. I, I use the earth you know, from space as my imagery in extraordinary times. There's a reason for that because you step back and you see the earth for what it is. Absolutely beautiful. But also the miracle. I mean, it's not about religion or faith. Just the miraculous nature of this planet being in just the right place to support us. If the moon was in a different place, we'd be swamped with the water. If it was just a little bit over here or a little bit over there, if it was going a little bit slower, a little bit faster, if, if stuff billions of years ago didn't quite happen the way it was, we wouldn't be here. You and I, Luke, would not be having this conversation. That is how precious life is. What, and when you, I, I think, you know, for me, when I really embrace that, I'm not saying I know it all, I'm just saying, Damn, I get it. 
I get just how precious this life is. So why would I waste it doing stuff? A, I don't want to do. B, doesn't serve me or somebody else's agenda. Actually, you know what? There's a time and place when you go, right, you know what? This is my life. I have to do that. I have to live this in a way that fills me up. But the thing is, it doesn't mean letting go of everybody. You'll find people that support you. And when you are successful, however you want to define success, because it's not all about the money, those people that truly care about you, the ones that really love you, they'll be right there applauding you and proud as punch. The people yeah. who didn't, who didn't give, give a monkeys, they belong gone. You know, so yeah. this, that's what it means, you know, to, to, to look at this. And, you know, it, and like I say, it's not easy when it's people, especially when it's people you, it's not, it's not so easy when it's friends and family, but you've got to respect yourself enough. And I, you know, I didn't respect myself enough for a long, long time as to what, what was important and essential to me. And like mm. I said, it's about life lessons. And I'm not mm. just the only one. You go out there and there's just countless examples of this, of where, you know what? I diverted from who I was and it just caused me pain. Yeah. Now the important thing, I'll throw in a little bit of nugget for people. Pain is real, right? Pain happens. We have a loss. We have a grief. We, we, we injure ourselves. We, pain is real in life. But the suffering part, that's a choice. Man, I was That's just going to come to that. So I, I'm going to mess up, mess up the study. But I was... Um, um, so I've been mentioning Mind Valley a lot recently. Basically, end of last year, I joined this company called Mind Valley, uh, like all, all their programs, etc. And just like like go through their programs. Absolutely amazing. Um, and there was one that, that... I was watching a video and it was something around pain or, or, or you know, pain ultimately. And it was, there was there's a time period where, you know, I, I don't know if it was like three to six months where, you know, let's just say if we lose a lo um, loved one or if we uh, break up with somebody, you know, it's, it's roughly about kind of this time period, you know, that, that you know, we, we can really feel that. After that, as you're saying, in a way, it's like suffering, like you're choosing often subconsciously which is why con you know, yeah. becoming aware and conscious is, is my favorite word of kind of so far this year often subconsciously but when you're able to come more conscious to that and, and realize that like that's a game changer so sorry man i interrupted it just to study that i um i learned i learned um the, this year really and uh, yeah it just kind of really plays into what you were talking it, about it, it's a massive mess message that can be difficult to understand because people go, don't be so ridiculous. I do not choose to suffer. I don't want to suffer, so I'm not going to make that choice. Don't be so sick. And like you say, there's subconscious stuff going on as well. But if we if we sit there complaining, bemoaning, worrying, wondering about the past and what's happened to cause us the pain then we're in charge of that. We have, we have a choice as to how we react to anything. We have a choice how we think about anything and we have a choice what we do. And if, when you step back, because it's not easy in the moment, when you step back and usually with somebody else, like a coach or a guide or a friend or somebody that you trust, and you're able just to shed a little bit of perspective on it, 
you can move forward in a more positive way. It's not to say that whatever happened didn't happen. Of course, if you lose a loved one, it hurts. And, you know, and they say, you know, as long as you remember them, they're in your heart, right? It doesn't take away the pain that they've got. But if we choose to live in a state where that is all we think about, that we neglect ourselves as a result of that, a loved one would never want us to do that. They would want us to go on and, and live in, in, in joy and whatever. But we've, we've, it's kind of the beauty of everything that we do in terms of coaching and training and any self-development, self-education, which we both love. It's just being introduced to these ideas because generally, like I did for 20 years, I didn't know this stuff. I just went through life. I just kind of accepted life. I, I compromised on stuff. I didn't even realize I was compromising. I didn't realize my, my limitless potential. I didn't realize the limitless opportunities there were. And So Martin, I, on that, I, sorry for interrupting, on that, what are the, now the values and the things that you stand for, you know? Um, and, and kind of how did you, so for me, you know, it's a journey, you know, I just, just, just don't read one book and then I, you know, know what I stand for. So, so it's kind of a process, but, um, yeah, I'm kind of interested in now what you stand for and how you was able to, um, discover that. Um, yeah. And then please continue continue with your point. I just wanted to ask, forget this question in. No, that's great. That's great. So I know we're you know, limited on time. So, um, it's a great one. It, for me, for me, I feel I have a moral and ethical obligation to share what I know. And that's not in some kind of egotistical way. My life lessons, the life lessons I've learned from other people, the life lessons from books, from, from the, the stuff that works. And, and that's my thing. I'm not just going to like read something and go, oh, it's this. I put, stuff, I put it into practice. And then I'll give it to clients if I know it works. You know, I'm, I, that's what empathy is all about. I understand where you're coming from and I've got proven, proven techniques, frameworks, methods that can help you. Um, I just feel like if, if you've got knowledge that can help somebody else in the world, you've you got to share it. And, and that for me, there's lots of other stuff, but for me, that's what drives me. It drives, that's what drives me to get better at who I am. But then in getting better at who I am, I know that I can then share that with other people. I, I spent too long, not only myself neglecting myself, but seeing everybody around me kind of be herded as sheep and be restrained, be restricted in a way that I now know you don't have to live like that. And it takes courage, yes. It takes massive action it takes effort but you know what it's it's worth it and so for me um, one of my core values that the belief i have absolutely to my fiber of my body is if i know something that can help somebody even if i'm just one step ahead of them i don't have to be you know several years ahead of them just one step ahead if i, if I can help them in that that's going to save them pain it's going to save them time it's going to save them effort it's going to save them trial and error Let's, let's get other people living their best life as quickly as they can. And that's what drives what I'm doing now. And it is about being, you know, it's a difficult word in business, being selfless about it. Showing up, having the courage to share your story, share what you know, and not always 
get the monetary return or get the return that you, you, you know, in other ways. It's not always about that. Yes, we're all running businesses and we have our value and everything like that. It's really important. You've got to have that. I see, we're saying all about that, okay? Run a business effectively, but give selflessly. And in doing that, not only will you impact more people than you'll ever know, you'll, you'll run an incredible business, but more importantly, you'll feel good in yourself. You'll know you're doing the right thing with your life. And for me, that is so important. It's, yeah. it, it's so important. It's not somebody else's agenda. It's not somebody else's idea. It's, it's yours. It's mine. Mm. So that's that's where I stand right now. Where do you stand on um, in the final minutes we have left um, on, on on this kind of concept? Right. So it plays into what you just said: selfishness versus self-interest. So what I mean by that is with self-interest, like. If I'm helping somebody, I have it. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I have a like I'm running grow together. Blah, blah, blah. I have a self interest to has to still help that person, but I'm not doing. But I'm not doing it from a selfish point of view where you know I just want the money, you know, or like whatever. I'm doing it from a self interest point of view where, yes, there's that aspect to it because as you said in the day, yes, we're helping people, but you know, still kind of have the career side. But actually, because I have that mission of helping people to become a better version of themselves, like, of course, I have a self-interest of helping anyone like I kind of work with to become a better version of themselves because that's my mission, you know, and because yep. that's going to then help humanity. That's going to then, for me, like the ultimate goal is to create a better world, you know, like create a more conscious yep. world. So um, where, where where do you kind of stand on these these two points? You're absolutely, it's, it's a brilliant conversation. It's one for like another three hour seminar. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey talks about this in a podcast he did recently. You know, when you when you give something, yes, there is a self. There is if you're in a business, then you, you know you get paid for your services. But you don't have to do that all the time. And certainly, as your business grows, the more selfless you can be, because you can help people in ways that you didn't before. Yeah. Once your financial bit is sorted, when you're more stable on financially. You can help people in all kinds of ways that you didn't know was possible. Um, and it's not about then the return to you. For me, there's, there's, there's two parts of it. Is if you're expecting some kind of reward for everything you do, just, that's, that's selfish. Yeah. But if you're, if you're giving, if, if what you're putting out there could lead, yes, to clients, could lead to partnerships, collaborations, but it also, and, and, and that, that is great, but it's about the greater good. It's beyond you. That's what it's all about. That's, that, that's yeah. the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. It's, it's how you look at the world. And, and, and it is a fine line because a lot of people that go into business, especially in coaching, in the early days, mm. they'll give, 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 and they'll have lots of calls. They won't charge anybody for it, which means they don't have a business. They've got a hobby. Mm. So you do have to have a balance. Um, but if you give abundantly, if you, you know, again, something like um, the go-giver, Bob Berg, um, in his book, you know, it, it is all about giving. If you give more than you receive, that makes you an amazing person. That's going to make you feel like an amazing person. Mm. Because the, the people that do it for selfish reasons, they've got an agenda. Don't do yeah. it with an agenda. And if you've got an agenda, make sure it's one that's, that's helping mankind, like Luke just said. 
You know, like, like this is why I don't want to get political, but this is why I hate politics. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a completely different topic for a completely different day. But I, I, I just, just kind of on, on that whole agenda thing. That's uh, yeah. I just thought I'd, I'd throw it in there to you know. And I, I guess that, and we're in a we're in a world that is shifting big time, mm. right? Because of the last twelve months. But it is the. It is one of the downsides of boxes and labels. Oh, or you're this person, or you're this person, or you're this party, or this party. How about we just come together as humanity and go, who are the best people in the world to fix problems, to problem solve in people, in business, in health, in fitness, in, in whatever, in, in money, in the economy, in the systems, in how to run countries? How about we get the right, the, the best people? No matter, you know, and stop labeling them with an affiliate and come together and create amazing things. That's what happens mm. outside of the corporate world. That's what that's the world you suddenly enter and you go, oh my God, you've got your you've got the capacity, the ability to create your own destiny mm. and create something special that not only for you, but then outwardly affects other people. Mm. And you can do it in a way that doesn't box you in. And I love the freedom that that gives. Um, yeah. and I, I, I know we're going to wrap up, so I just wanted to say that the way that anything starts, when people are going, this is all right for you to say, Martin, right? heroes and extraordinary lives and living life on my terms and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, right, whatever, Martin. Here's, here's the first thing. This is the foundations for any improvement in, in any area of your life. Number one, get brutally honest. Get raw and honest with yourself. How are you feeling about you for a start? Mm. Because you've got to be able to live with yourself when you're by yourself. Yeah? In those moments when it's just you, just you and your thoughts, what are those thoughts like? Be really honest about yourself. Be honest about the relationships around you. Be honest about your job. Be honest about your fitness. Be honest about your, your financial situation. Be honest about your well-being. Be honest, really honest about your life. And it can be tough, right? It's emotional. Things aren't quite rocking the way you want them to be. But if you can't be honest with yourself, first and foremost, you're going to be building anything you do on top of uh, sand, yeah? Mm -hmm. Not solid foundations. So you've got to be honest, and then you've got to get clear. And get clear on two, three things, right? Three things to get clear on. One, you're nice and honest about where you are. So that then says, actually, there are things I want to improve on. So get clear on what it is you want to improve on. And some of your other guests have said about this. Get crystal clear on what that means. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it mean to you? Really feel it and be passionate about it. Right, okay. And it can doesn't have to be the grand, massive life purpose. We can, if that's something, that's brilliant. But it can just be that next step that's going to make your life feel better. Get clear on it. Then get clear on two other things. One, what you're doing right now. What are you thinking and what are you doing right now? That will tell you why you haven't already improved and hit that goal because the chances are you've probably wanted to improve this thing for a long time and you're getting frustrated that 
you're still in the same place. Well, the, the fact is what you're doing on a daily basis, what you're thinking and you're doing on a daily basis is, is driving you in this direction, not the direction you want to go in. So if you can get honest and clear about where you're, what you're doing right now, then you'll have the capacity to go, let's get clear and honest about what actions and what I need to be thinking to get me to my destination. And that can be, sometimes it's a slight shift. That's all it takes. It can take like a 1% shift in your focus and you'll, you'll, you'll be on the right path. Sometimes it's about going, well, here's my daily habits. This one isn't serving me. If I want to go over there, this one just isn't the thing I need to do to get me over there. So I'm now going to, and you don't just get rid of it. You've got to replace it. And there's an art to this or a science to this, actually. Replace it with the new thing that's going to head you in the right direction. So if you can get honest and then you can get clarity, the next thing is just to take the action required passionately. So honesty, clarity, and then action with passion. It's the secret source. People look for okay. a magic tool. That is the secret source to any improvement in your life, in your life, in your business, any area. There's lots of stuff you can do after it. There's lots of great techniques and strategies and support and guidance and all the kind of stuff, right? But you've got to start there. And, and I think that's a really simple place, sometimes not easy, but a simple place for people to go, right, actually, I'm just going to spend half an hour and reflect on that. And yeah. when they do, they go, oh, my God. I, I think I know where I want to go. I think I know what I want to work on next. You might not have all the answers as to how you're going to do it, but because you've got that clarity, now you could go, Luke, at that event, there was that chap that spoke about this. What was his name again? Or you'll go, oh, I heard this chap. I, I'm going to go and register for his program, or I'm going to give him a call because not, not everything comes with an invoice, right? Mm. You can actually have a conversation with amazing people. They can help you and guide you. And it doesn't cost you any money. Wow, how about that? <laughs> but you've got to have the honesty and the clarity first of the ways you kind of, you know, you're not going to change. So I hope that's helpful yeah. for everyone. Yeah, man. Always provide the value and over-deliver. Thank you so much. Um, where can people find you online if they want to learn more about what you do? Okay, um, right. I appreciate that not everybody is like on Facebook or Instagram. So I'm kind of everywhere. So if you're a Facebooker, you can find me on Facebook. Martin Seville, Empathy Coaching, Extraordinary Times. And that's also where my Extraordinary Life community is and where a lot of my events are. But hey, if you're an Instagrammer, I'm on exactly the same thing for Instagram. Martin Seville, Empathy Coaching, Extraordinary Times. If you're a Twitter fan, I'm on there. If you're on LinkedIn, I'm on there. Obviously, the main profile is Martin Seville. That's where a lot of the goodness is. So you can find me in all those platforms. And they've all got they've all got um, messaging services. So just send me a message or comment on a post. My stuff is going out all of the time, you know, because I'm just trying to provide as much value and get people thinking about stuff all the time. Comment, like, send me a message. And, you know, if you think there's something that you that I could help you with, and sometimes it's not stuff that I can help directly, but I know somebody who can. That's why I work with my inner circle. Just just get in touch. Mm. Get in touch. And enjoy the content in the meanwhile. Absolutely, man. Great content. Um, 
And thank you so much for today. I really appreciate it. So much there, so much value. Um, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you. And good luck with the rest of the event. It's been an absolute smasher. It really has. So thank proud you. of you and so proud to be part of it. Thank you very so much. No problem, man. And no doubt you will be back in the future. <laughs> I will be back. He will be back, guys. Thank you, mine. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode of the Grow Together podcast. The Grow Together podcast is available every Thursday as I bring on an interview with our community members here at Grow Together. If you would like to learn more about Grow Together, then head on over to our website, which is growtogethernetwork.com. That is growtogethernetwork.com. The two guys is the number two. So just pointing that out, so it's growtogethernetwork.com, where you can learn more about our community and get access to a wide range of other content via our community blog. With that said, guys, have a great day.